This episode of the Lunch Break Podcast is brought to you by the sales developers. They believe that outbound sales requires a consistent commitment to the process, and they understand the tedious and time-consuming task of sourcing, hiring, and onboarding new sales talent. Besides providing premium quality contact data, outbound prospecting services, and expert consulting to consistently fill your sales buckets, they have built the ultimate sales enablement tool, UpLevel. It lets you uplevel your skills by managing all of your playbooks and scripts in one place. Still writing your favorite opening lines on sticky notes? Are your training and guides in a hundred different folders? Do you wish you had a way to develop a playbook to actually enable your team? With UpLevel, you can easily do it all. Whether you're a rep or a leader, your job just got a whole lot easier. Start for free today and you can go to thesalesdevelopers.com backslash UpLevel. You are now tuned in to the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to tell their stories. This is episode 43 of the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to tell their stories. My name is James Bodden, and on today's episode, we actually have a first. This is the first time I'm having a repeat guest, Keith Cordero, also known as the Mindful Sales Rep, has joined me for his second time coming on the show. And and this episode is really, we dive deep into mindfulness and sales, meditation, what that means for salespeople, what it can do for salespeople, how Keith views it and, and the way that he works it into his life. And really, it's just a conversation between two friends talking about things that they're passionate about. It's a little bit different of a format. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation because it's a hot topic, something that lots of people are talking about, mindfulness and meditation and sales. And so without any further ado, I'm going to kick this episode off with Keith Cordero, the Mindful Sales Rep, episode 43 of the Lunch Break Podcast. Take a listen. All right. This is the Lunch Break Podcast, episode 43. And I've got Keith Cordero on the show. He is, this is a first for the Lunch Break Podcast. The first time that a guest has come on that was on season one. Now he's on season two. And, you know, there's a really simple reason that I wanted to have Keith on the podcast again on season two. And it's because I like talking to him. So I use this as an excuse to grab 45 minutes of this guy's time and pick his brain about things because he's smart. Uh, he's a sales professional. He's, um, you know, passionate about important things that, that we'll get into. But uh, with that, Keith, just thanks so much for coming on again, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man, James. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I guess you're going to have to start putting me like on the title credits and stuff, right? Well, you know, you're, we're, we're already, uh, you know, collaborating on the Mindful Minute on a few yeah, episodes and getting those in there, which I, I'm just really stoked about. And, um, yeah, you know, instead of maybe going down the traditional road that I go down on these episodes of how'd you get started in sales, you know, we've already told that story here. Yeah. Um, but since we last spoke and, and the, the, since the last episode aired, 
you've had a really awesome kind of journey uh, with the mindful sales rep, um, you know, which yeah. is a movement and kind of a mindset that I just immediately <laughs> latched onto, dude. And, and um, so why don't we just kind of start out talking about that and how that came about, right? And, and, and what it's about and, and who it's about and just, let's just kick it off that way. Yeah, let's dig in. So, I mean, funny enough, and, and you know this, we've talked about this, but, you know, obviously the, the listeners probably don't, but um, the Mindful Sales Rep, the blog and, and um, the conception of it, of it all it really started with our first conversation on your podcast because uh, meditation was something that we touched on a bit, but uh, because it's part of my journey and it's, it's part of your journey as well. So it's something that we connected on. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't something we, um, dug really deep into, right. Because it was just kind of like this generalized discussion about it. Um, but based off of that conversation, you were nice enough to pass my name along to the, the predictable revenue podcast. Yeah. Colin over there. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so he is very, um, if, if nobody has listened to that podcast, I, I highly suggest that you do because each one has um, really specific actionable items, right. That you can, you can um, implement into your, your daily routine, like immediately after listening to. Yeah. And, and he forces um, you to do that when you're a guest, like he makes sure yeah. like, you're coming like, yo, like don't come with any bullshit. What like, you're going <laughs> to talk about. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so when they reached out to me, they said, um, you know, James had, had suggested your name and here's what he suggested you talk about. Are you okay with that? And it was about meditation and mindfulness. And I was super excited about it. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to talk about that. Honestly, I probably know more about that than I do about sales. And I've been in sales for like 10 years. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, to, to be able to, uh, to combine those two things was really interesting to me. So, mm -hmm. so that's kind of, you know, and, and even at that point, the mindful sales rep wasn't anything. That's what, uh, after our conversation, the podcast was labeled as that it was labeled as the mindful sales rep with Keith Cordero. And so, um, they do such a great job over there of spreading the word, right. From everything from YouTube to iTunes to blog posts, like they cover every single re avenue of communication. Yeah. All uh, of a sudden your name is Googleable. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> and honestly, that's what happened is I, 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 you know, when they sent me and they do a great job of, of giving you access to all of these different um, modes of communicating your interview. Right. And so they're like, here's the blog, here's this, here's that, here's this. And so literally when you type in the mindful sales rep, my name is the first like five to 10 things that pop up on Google. And I was like, well, this is interesting, right? Because a lot of people pay for that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is good real estate. Yeah, man. And so at, at that time, you know, I had started the philosophy of sales blog you know, a, a couple of years ago, and it was a way for me to, I think that was kind of a general me kind of experimenting around with the, the things that I find interesting, just, you know, in the day-to-day -day world, like philosophy and and, and, and mindfulness and meditation and all of these different things and how to, how to pair that with my professional life. And, and it, it, I, you know, I was having a lot of fun doing it, but it wasn't really picking up a lot of traction. Yeah. Like the LinkedIn, um, page had like, you know, 20 
visitor, you know, 20 people that are following it or something, which was, you know, whatever. Um, so I had kind of this idea of when I saw all this SEO, um, bubbling up right with the mindful sales rep I, I i immediately went and purchased the domain the mindful sales rep.com and um and that's kind of what what sparked that uh that whole idea um and then after i after i created a linkedin page and started writing some blog posts and sharing some things um all of a sudden i was like at 1500 um linkedin users that were, um, you know, that were liking the page. And I was like, wow, maybe I'm onto something. Maybe, maybe people are connecting to this more so than I ever imagined that people would like, it kind of blew my mind, honestly. And we talked about it after that, like, wow, I, you know, this is great. This is cool. You know? So thank you for, for kind of originating, you know, that spark that kind of rolled into what it is now. Well, you know, it's funny because when they, when, you know, I, I talked to Colin, uh, reached out, you know, they reached out to me, went on the podcast and then they told me, Hey, like be thinking of people that you can recommend. And we had just had our podcast and I felt like we did just kind of graze the surface of what, you know, the whole meditation and sales thing. Like, um, and it was just such a, so really for me, Keith, I've always, I kind of look to you because, uh, as, as somebody that, uh, and the reason that I recommended they talk to you about that specific topic is because I like you are knowledgeable, right? And you're you're knowledgeable. Um, like I have ten years in sales, but I have two years in meditating, like yeah. with an app. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the most white, like white guy bougie way ever, right? <laughs> like just like on calm, you know. And I get a notification in the morning, um, sure. but so uh, and that's fine. Right. Yeah. And I, that's, totally. Hey, uh, great part of the movement. I'm part of it. Own it. Love it. Right. It changed yeah. my life. And I'm glad I am <laughs> that guy. Uh, but I, after our conversation, it was obvious, like, okay, you have spent time, right. Real time, kind of uh, the practice of meditation, Buddhism, you know, the, 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 the roots of what it's really about. And it's deep. You know, and, and I've done reading and I've, uh, I'm on my little journey too, right? But yeah. um, I, I just saw you as somebody who could adeptly talk about both with 10 years in on both, right? Like, like, like you said, and, yeah. and um, it, was, it was like, yeah, this is totally something that uh, I'm interested in and just selfishly was like, make him talk about this with Colin, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, um and then for it to kind of go the way that it went, I think is just a perfect example of um, a self-awareness on your part. Like who, Oh, okay. These things are happening. I did this thing. Now this, okay. Whoa. The, people would pay for this kind of a, t- you know? And um, yeah. so that was, that's important, right? Because yeah. um, as we all talk about building our own brand as sales professionals and, and as you start doing it, it's important to capitalize on the, on the, the things, the positive things that happen from doing it. Yeah. Um, just um, kind of be open to um, the turns that, yeah. that, that come along on. Right. Because that when I kind of, you know, there's this thing with, with, with personal branding, especially in the world that we live in. Right. Which I think is essential um, to an extent. It's, it's almost like having a resume now. Right. If you want to be in a certain, um, 
conversation. You want to be in a certain industry. You want to be on a certain tier within that industry. Um, you know, having experience and, you know, this classical resume isn't, isn't enough anymore. Like we've got to have personal branding. And so we all kind of, um, you know, when you, when we go into personal branding and social media and LinkedIn and all of the podcasts and blog posts, we're, we're presenting the, the part of us that we want to present. You know what I mean? Like we all Very do. intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but sometimes we all, all the time, we really need to be open to how others perceive us and how others find us to be valuable, um, to their own experience and and listen to that and honor that and and be open to um to go down those terms right because i you know we've talked about this before meditation and mindfulness is is honestly something i've kind of kept from my professional life for a long time because i i didn't want to i thought that that might hold me back i thought that i would be the weird guy the woo-woo dude yeah like i just that's how i perceived other people's perceptions of me which was <laughs> yeah. which was wrong right i mean i i shouldn't have done that I sh- we've, we've got to be like our, our authentic self and be open to um to, to those changes that are going to inevitably present themselves yeah but it's so you know it's so much easier said than done right i mean because it's oh, yeah. when you work in sales especially you know you got to fit kind of a mold and you know yeah. depending on the industry that you work in maybe it's you know, super corporate or su- whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of variables there and you, it's an interesting thing you brought up, like other people's perception, like you, it, like you may never have sat down and come across this, Hey, I'm going to start the mindful sales rep. It might never have happened like that right. only because you were like, Oh, cool. Like somebody else saw me in this light that I should talk about this. I had never really thought about it, but I'll do it. Cool. And then, you know, and then it just goes from there, that open-mindedness and willingness to kind of take that, that step towards, all right, well, you know, maybe it's something I need to at least check out. And that, that forward motion is so powerful. Um, And, and so now we're at the point where, like you said, you've got interest and people are following the page and I've just thoroughly enjoyed watching it because it, it's obvious that we're not the only two or four yeah. or six people that are, are interested in this kind of thing. And um, I'm sure you see it. I see it. You know, you see some of the same regular faces show up, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool. This guy's really passionate about it. And, and uh, so talk about this, you know, the, so for you, it's been a, like, let me kind of hold this in my back pocket type of thing. Uh, it's important to me, but I'm not necessarily, you know, talk about it in my professional life. Um, do you think that having a an outlet like LinkedIn, because now nowadays there's di- there's a difference. There's a professional life and then there's like an online professional life, right? So there's a, yeah. a life that you lead um, at your company, right? Where, right. you know, I mean, not everybody's on LinkedIn, right? So right. like the companies that I've worked at, I've definitely had a company uh, life and profile and reputation. And then I've had an online professional reputation um, that's been different, right? Like at my last company, I was just a sales guy, right? But on LinkedIn, you know, I'm a podcast host and, uh, (laughs) you know, mindful sales advocate and, you know, so there's a difference. Um, And it's the separation and it's the choice we make of what we want to present. So (laughs) talk about like 
the journey of, of really just deciding to not only pull this out of your back pocket and go on podcasts and talk about it, but then like really go for it. Was it what, what spurred the, let me just go ahead and make the transform the philosophy of sales kind of into the mindful sales rep and use that momentum. Um, what was that like? Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I'm still in it. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I haven't, I haven't reached the finish line yet. Um, and I think that, that, I think that I'm in the very, very beginning stages of it. Um, yeah, maybe like even before the starting line, I feel like with the potential that it has. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. I think it has a lot of potential. And um, honestly, it's it's been interesting because it's kind of presented uh, this, this mirror, right, of I've – Again, I started med. I'm 38 years old, and so I uh, I first became interested in um, just general Eastern religion and things of that nature as like a teenager. Um, just kind of through literary. Um, that was kind of you know the the literary side of things, like pick, reading things like um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance and yeah. Dharma Bums and. Um, you know, the, these kind of literary works um, that kind of opened up my my eyes to to these philosophies and these religions. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of opened up more about Buddhism and things like that. And and then and then Buddhism, you know, and, and my anchor in the my core values, which are anchored within my Buddhist practice is what led me to meditation. So for me, um, which is, you know, which is something that, that I hope to, that I hope to speak about through the mindful sales rep, because I see a lot of folks that are using meditation and mindfulness as something to, um, to one up themselves, yes. right? Yeah. It's, which is which is fine. Which is fine. Um, there, I, I I don't want to attach any judgment to it. But for me, I found meditation through my need to cultivate compassion because when I was younger and a teenager in my twenties, I, I I was just very self self selfish and um, self centered, and I didn't really I was insecure and I was angry and I didn't really care much about other people and really ultimately about myself. So Buddhism led me, um, meditation was just one piece of that, which was to cultivate compassion for other people to, to help other people remove any uh, suffering that they may be going through. And, and, and then that's kind of, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of opened up my, you know, how, how I view myself. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a kind of big thing that I want, want to focus on moving forward with the mindful sales rep. But, you know, to your question, it, it's been a very strange journey because we, we kind of discussed in, in the first part about how organically I, it, it's led me to the mindful sales rep. But, but then once I kind of cracked it open and, and, and named it and said, this is what I'm doing, um, it's kind of allowed me to be reflective of, you know, this is just how I've tried to treat people both per, personally and professionally in my life. And I think that that's, the, the reason um, that I've been so successful is because I am very relationship based and I am very consultative and I truly, truly do um, 
try to care about every single person that I come in contact with. And I truly try to, to listen. Uh, it's not just like a tactic that I use. Yeah, meditation like isn't just a tactic that I'm like, I'm going to meditate every single day. It's going to unlock my brain and I'm going to be like the, the fucking best. You know what I mean? Like I, that's not really my mentality. I know that there are people out there that have that mentality. Um, and if they find value in it in their own way, then I, then that's great. But, um, but I think it, again, like you said, it goes deeper than that, right? It's, it's, it's truly cultivating compassion at the end of the day. However we do that, whether that be through meditation or through countless other things that we can do in order to cultivate that compassion. But I truly believe that we have to be compassionate towards everybody including ourselves in order to build sustainable partnerships, both personally and professionally. And so that's really my mo my motivation. And now with the mindful sales rep, I'm able to label that as yeah. so, right. And then kind of go, yeah, you know what? I, th that, I guess, I guess that has been a huge part of why I am, why I am professionally. I never thought about it before because it's just something that I did. Right. It was like, I, I wake up, I, I drink my coffee, I meditate, I might listen to Wu-Tang Clan on the way to, whatever. part of my life, just what I, who I am. And I never really associated any of that with my professional world because, as you said, a lot of times it's separate. Um, so LinkedIn has kind of pulled that out of me because I think LinkedIn is really great at giving people a platform that are that are authentic, like unapologetically authentic. Yep. Now there are some people that are just full of it and you get it, but that's just how the world is. But I think LinkedIn is interesting because you've got a lot of really authentic people, but anywhere from people like you to, to Barrows to, um, to Buckley, all, all the Jameses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's all these different folks that are on there that I think are kind of embracing their authentic self and rolling their sleeves up and letting people see their scars and tattoos and cur you know, just being themselves and saying, you know what, we're people and people do business and, and this is just where things are moving and it's okay. You know? So that's been the, the most interesting part for me. Yeah. And I mean, you brought up a really important part and it's kind of what I mentioned at the beginning, you know, we, uh, one of the things that I've identified that I like about the mindful sales rep is that, kind of foundation and compassion and empathy because I'll be honest for me uh, I read the my introduction to meditation was uh, reading Dan Harris's book 10% uh, yeah. happier yeah and um, reading his story and and identifying with the person he was just kind of as a person like feeling like I would never be able to meditate or I'm crazy in my head. And then, yeah. um, but also what intrigued me and kind of pushed me over the edge was like the science part of it. Yeah. Right? Like I want, I want a bigger, like I want a better brain, you know? And like the phrase that um, he said that got me to kind of start doing daily stuff, you know, like five minutes a day was it's uh, meditating is like a bicep curl for your brain. And I was like, Oh, sick. You know, <laughs> um, and I still find uh, value in that part of it because the science is real and they've, you know, you study people's brains who've meditated for years and it's different, right? There's some yeah. real shit going on. Yeah. But you did bring up a great point, like starting to meditate so that you can like close more deals is not 
I mean, again, I don't want to pass judgment, but it's, it's not necessarily the driving point of the mindful sales rep, <laughs> right? Like, Absolutely. it's not like, yeah. hey, be a mindful sales rep, meditate for 20 minutes a day and crush quota because that's how <laughs> meditation works, you know? So, I mean, and, and yeah. I think, yeah, like, you know, and because I think that's how a lot of things are packaged for salespeople. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, We're all trying to find that edge. I mean, let's face it, like being in sales is very, it's stressful, man. And it's got ups and downs. And, you know, even somebody like me who's meditated for a long time, I mean, I, I get stressed out. I get, I, I throw a phone every now and then. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, you know, it, no, it just, it happens. And so, um, yeah, as you said, which I, I, I love, um, um, Dan's podcast, the 10% podcast. I've listened to a few of those episodes and he definitely has, I think a lot of that's rooted in just the fact that he's a journalist. Yep. And so he has like this kind of, um, objectivity, uh, to, that's why to, I liked yeah, it. I felt yeah, like I was, the truth and, I was, yeah, I was reading something that wasn't overly biased, you know, yeah. so he's done a lot. I mean, and I think that's, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that science, as you said, that science part is, is a huge interesting part. I think at the end of the day, it's just like, just, it's just like anything, try it, you know, just like try it out. And if, if you see some value in it moving forward in your life and in your career, then awesome. And if you don't, then, yeah. then, then that's cool too. Um, but I do think intention is important and I, and, and that's kind of, what um what I what I'd like to do with the mindful sales rep moving forward is 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 that intention and and the idea that like compassion and empathy are extremely important and and meditation is one aspect of that um, but it's not the it's not the only aspect of it and uh, I, I think that that's extremely important for people to to take you know to 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 to, to, to take from that from that movement that's happening. Right. Because yeah. I see it a lot. I, I see it a lot just being now with the mindful sales rep and you get the LinkedIn, it's like, Oh, mindfulness is trending. And you're like, Oh, let me read this stuff. And it's a lot of, a lot of people are um, kind of focused on that whole, I need to find that next thing to unlock the, the better parts of myself. The limitless um, pill. Yeah. But it, you know, and it's, that's just, that's a little, a little bit selfish. Um, <laughs> You know, and and honestly, I don't think that that's sustainable. You know, it it might work for somebody for a couple of months, but yeah. you're not going to find them in ten years. Like you know, still finding <laughs> value in that. I don't think they'll probably be moved on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, which will will be, you know, the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, um, and but maybe uh, through the search for the limitless pill, the elusive limitless pill, they find meditation and, and can settle into a practice that becomes much more yeah. than just a way to, you know, focus better for 20 extra minutes. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I think um, is when you start getting into, even when you first get into meditation and use an app or something like that, and you stumble across the loving kindness Mm -hmm. uh, guided meditation, you know, are you willing to, I, I actually remember like saying like, am I going there? Am I going to go there? Yeah. And am I going to take this out of performance yeah. only, you know, uh, performance yeah. enhancement tactic only. And, uh, yeah, it's what's interesting to me. Uh, and what I've loved about your mindful minutes 
um, have been really, and, and uh, I've never really talked about religion on the podcast before, but I think it's important because I just feel like as salespeople, like Buddhism, the core principles of Buddhism would help us all out a lot. Because it's, you know, it's about, it's about the recognition of suffering and what makes us suffer. And then, you know, allowing those things to kind of move past us. And, um, you know, I, I, as you've done these mindful minutes where you're talking about things like the right speech and, you know, just your mindset and, and it's just all, um, seems to me like, we could all use a dose of it, whether or not we want to say, Hey, I'm going to go learn more about Buddhism or it comes through, Hey, I want to get, uh, you know, I want to set more meetings. I need a better brain. I should start meditating. What's the mindful sales rep. What's mindfulness. What's meditation. What's Buddhism. You know, that kind of unfurling of, of the path. Right. Yeah. Um, So talk, I'm just, I'm just selfishly interested in how that, your practice in, in, in uh, Buddhism has helped you in sales because, and, and, and talk a little bit about what it means for you and, and, and um, your mindset when it comes to your practice, if you're comfortable with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think here's the thing. When we're in sales at the end of the day, we're, we're truly, if, if you really understand the integrity of sales, because I, I truly believe that there is integrity in the sales profession. Um, and if you're in sales, at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is you're trying to develop meaningful connections, right? And you're trying to help other people uncover challenges that they probably aren't even aware of right? It's not, it's not trying to like trick somebody. It's not trying to like just this transactional thing is if you really truly care about the integrity of sales and building sustainable partnerships, then what your goal should be is to, to, to view how your buyer or how your partner views the world and what they find to be challenges or what are subtle challenges that they don't even recognize, but are hindering them from moving forward or growing or doing whatever that it is they need to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and so I think that as a salesperson, I, it's, it's so valuable to be able to truly view the world from your buyer's eyes. And in order to, to do that, you have to be empathetic. You have to have empathy. That's like step number one. And then step number two is once you view the world through your buyer's eyes, you have to be, uh, you have to understand what that means to your buyer. And that's really where compassion comes in. Right. And, and then kind of the strategic tactics, I won't call them tactics, but just the strategy, side of the analyzing what those mean and how you can take a service or solution that, that your company or that you um, provide and how that could possibly fit into, to all of that. Right. That's where that side of it comes into play. But I, but I think that that discovery probing truly understanding your buyer side, it has to be rooted in empathy and compassion and not just like a, 
a fake it till you make it empathy or compassion. Like you truly have to pull yourself out of your own head and what you find is important and, and truly look at it from the other person. So for me, Buddhism has done that because like I said, I mean, um, you know, Buddhism changed my life. It's, it's truly, and I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be, uh, um, you know, try, trying to kind of make it more than it is. But for me personally, it really, it really changed my life. When, when I was younger, I was mixed up in a lot of, um, bad stuff, you know, and we don't have to go into the bullet points, but you know, we, I, I was heading in a direction that would not have been, uh, wholesome, you know, Buddha to <laughs> talk about wholesome or, 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 or unwholesome. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was a path that, um, that, that would have caused an extreme amount of suffering for myself and for everybody else that probably came in contact with me. And so finding Buddhism, um, it really, uh, it unlocked something in with these. I didn't grow up in a very religious family. Like we didn't go to church every Sunday or anything of that nature, which is strange growing up in the South. I'm like <laughs> the one unicorn that didn't ever do that. Um, but, but, but which is fine. I, I, I know lots of people that did that and, and, um, it's really helped them and it's rooted them, but I didn't, I didn't have anything like spiritually anchoring me. Um, and so finding Buddhism was interesting because it was more of kind of like a philosophy you know philosophical yeah. side of things it's less of a religion and more just kind of hey like this yeah. is this is how life is yeah there's no like deity or or like or anything of that nature um i mean when you kind of get more into tibetan buddhists which is i i did go down that route for for years and years there 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 are kind of these buddhas um and things that, but it's not kind of in the western sense that we see it and so for me, it was just a simple kind of here, here, here's the, here are these truths, right? And these truths are that there is suffering in the world. Um, there is suffering in our own lives. And the reason that we suffer is because we attach ourselves to things. And there's not a good or bad. It's like, that's completely subjective, right? So I could, you know, like bubbly sparkling water. It's one of my favorite sparkling waters. I love it. I'm attached to it. If they stopped making this, I would probably be extremely sad, right? Because that's my attachment to this. It's not unhealthy. Is it unhealthy to drink 10 sparkling waters in a day? I don't think so. If it is, then I'm pretty unhealthy. But, you know, it's, it's, better, it's, it's probably better than, you know, drinking, you know, beer after beer. Or, yeah. So that, this is my vice. It's my attachment. Now, it's on the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad, but I still haven't attached. So, so the idea that there is suffering and suffering originates from our attachment to different things. And there is a way to transcend that suffering, which is to remove those attachments. And there is a path, which is what I've talked about in the mindful minute of, of you know, speaking the right way, thinking in the right way, you know, having the right livelihood, all of these different, there is a path towards the freedom of suffering um and, and and here it is and either implement it into your life and see if it works or not and i loved that whole idea that this, this is re this is the reality of things like i could easily kind of connect this dot to this dot to this dot to this dot and then once i started implementing these different things um and then you know meditating to help cultivate that that um that kind of base for yep. me to be able to even implement those kind of things into my life 
I started seeing changes in myself and 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 in my life, and so that I just kind of continued on to the next day, to the next day, to the next day, and so um, it's just helped my whole life, just how I perceive things. So it's it's naive for me to have ever thought, which I did think, that it has nothing to do with my career. Yeah, you know. Um, it's just how I was. It was just that that's just the person I was. I showed up to work and that was the person that I was. And I was probably a little bit more cleaned up and, you know, <laughs> than I was at home. Yeah. But I think internally and in how I perceived things and how I treated people, um, it, it, it was the same. And yeah. so that's was kind of the common thread for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's um, something that I think is a great kind of message for everybody because there's, you know, everybody's got these intertwining things in their lives and passions and uh, you know, and, yeah, and we're they, humans. Yeah. They all evolve and they all mix together. Right. And so yeah. I, I, I love that, um, you know, whatever needed to align aligned and has allowed you to now, utilize you know linkedin and the blog as a platform to you know get this message out because it's super important i mean i think about so you know for you and, and kind of a lot of what you've been talking about when it comes to compassion and, and empathy is is around the relationships that you build in sales which is just entirely like critically important right yeah um i think about kind of my day-to-day -day, right so managing uh, a team of SDRs who make hundreds of calls a day, right? The most transactional part about sales. How can we, you know, this doesn't apply, right? But it so does, right? Because oh, yeah. the compassion and empathy for, you know, uh, A, the people who are doing the work, right? For me, for my guys who are out there doing huh. it, uh, you know, the compassion for them and, and, and uh, the empathy, knowing how hard it is. And then also for them, uh, and myself, when I'm making them, right, this person gets this random call from right. this random person. Yeah. I need to be compassionate and empathetic towards that, right? 100%. And so at all levels through sales, whether it's the, you know, 500 cold calls in a day or, you know, building long-lasting business relationships that will go on, you know, to produce yeah. millions of revenue for you in, in the coming years, you know, it applies across the whole thing. And that's why I love it. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm um, just super passionate about making sure that folks, you know, A, um, because that they find the mindful sales rep, right? That's why I've loved including the mindful minute and, and, and kind of just advocating for it everywhere because it's, I know other people are looking for it. Yeah. I was right. in, a, I mean, I was in an SDR role, but you know, back then it was called account manager. Yeah. It's, it's kind of blossomed into SDR, but I mean, I was, you know, slamming 50, 60, 70 calls a day. Um, that's, that's, I have so much respect for SDRs. Like I, they, they are so, um, they, they, they don't, they, they aren't given the appropriate amount of praise and respect, I think, in business. I think maybe it's, it's starting to change with people like Morgan and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for a while, they were just kind of like, you know, people just, just discarded them. And it, it's, oh, it's such a, it's so difficult. But I found during that time to be tested more so than any other time. Like, cause when you're doing a demo or you're in an account executive role and you're closing deals, like you're not really interrupting 
you're not really as much of a quote unquote nuisance yeah, it's all, as it's you all are as an SPR. Yep. Yeah. So for me, I, I, it was very imperative for me to take five to 10 minutes before a two hour block of making prospecting phone calls to kind of get myself into the mindset of I am about to probably piss off 40% of the people that I'm about to call. How am I going to react to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, those difficult times are really the times when you can really flex your mindful muscles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really kind of, I remember, I, so I've had a lot of mentors over the years um, in Buddhism and I was going through a very difficult time years and years ago. I was actually going through a divorce and I was meditating a ton. Just like, <laughs> you know, just, I was going to, uh, I was going to this Tibetan Buddhist temple probably like three times a week. Like I was just like filling my brain with all of the, these books and stuff, just like, ah, like, cause I was so, and I, I remember talking to him once and I was saying, I, I find it difficult to meditate a lot um, recently because I'm so angry. Mm. And, and I, and at that point, I mean, this was, you know, this was probably six or seven years ago and I had been a, in boot, practicing Buddhism for 15 years yeah. <clears throat> and meditating for maybe 10 years. And, and, and at that point I still had this misconception that I had to be in the right mindset to even meditate. I had to be calm. I had to be chill. I had to be cool before I could even meditate. And he was, and he said, Keith, that is a perfect time for you to meditate whenever you are angry or having difficulty or you feel like you're just about to lose it, sit down and meditate. And I was just like, uh, but this was like, he was like a monk. He had like quit everything, lived in Portland. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm putting my trust in you. And, um, and that really was a shift for me, right. Of just kind of going, wow. And so that's really poured over into sales because in sales we have multiple points throughout our day that are difficult and it's really how we meet those both internally and externally i think that can um kind of set the appropriate mindset for us yeah. right yeah i mean it's powerful stuff right it's like look um we're and you know i think that's maybe where that search that's how they end up finding the mindful sales rep right like oh god i'm so stressed out what can help me uh i heard about meditation you kind of, you know, and so yeah. I think that's the beautiful part about it. And, and, um, the, I think, <laughs> and, and again, I think we're going to have to have a part three to this cause I'm looking at the yeah. clock and we're Excuse running out of time. Me, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I guess the one thing I will say is that I, I, I think it's a much needed movement. It's uh, a much sought after thing for sales reps that are dealing with tons of different variables in a day and, and, and just really happy that, that, uh, you know, this, this platform like LinkedIn is around. So to your point, authentic people can put out authentic messages, right? It's just so yeah. cool. And, um, so with that, I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you. Um, you know, how can they connect with you and follow you on your journey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can go to the mindful sales uh, you can check me out on LinkedIn, the Mindful Sales Rep, or my personal page, Keith Cordero. Um, you know, I, I think we've got an Instagram. I don't really keep up too much with it. Uh, I'm not on Facebook or anything, but, you know, Mindful Sales Rep, the Mindful Sales Rep.com is probably the best. You can kind of link everything from that. 
Um, and yeah, I, I, again, I really appreciate you having me on for round two. Hopefully there'll be around three at some point. Um, and like I said, it's been, um, it's been awesome to see how many people are gravitating towards um, this idea of mindfulness and meditation. And I, I just kind of want to let everybody know it's, it's, it, it doesn't have to be kind of like this, you know, spaced out kind of like, yeah, man, like light some in, in incense, but it doesn't have to be like this strict, you know, taking a, you know, some kind of pill to have like this brain that like unlocks everything. It's really just like this middle way, right? It's like, we're all human. Uh, I think meditation and mindfulness is just a way for us to, um, to kind of focus more on the human side of us, especially in sales. Um, and, and that's all I got to say about that. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. Again, thanks so much for coming on again, yeah, Keith. And uh, with that, I'm going to wrap up episode number 43 of the Lunch Break Podcast. Speak to you guys soon.